Brooke, when you say never, do you ever actually mean it? Yes, all the time. (laughs) Justin Bieber doesn't tell me what to do, so I always say never. I mean, preach. (laughs) I will say, though, that it sounds like Sarah Jessica Parker does mean it when it comes to Kim Cattrall showing up on Mm. And Just Like That, or really any other Sex and the City project for that matter. Yeah, I mean, it obviously didn't seem too likely before, but Mm -hmm. now it feels like that door is definitely closed. Yeah, and the show's creator has chimed in, so face it, Samantha fans, that dream is dead. I mean, let's be real, that dream died long, long ago. Preach again. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Friday, February 4th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop. So it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of. So that's oh, fun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. Sax.com. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uncross those fingers, Sex and the City fans. If you were holding out hope for the possible return of Samantha Jones, which, why were you? Come on. Um, (laughs) We're here to confirm that Kim Cattrall is not going to ever return to the role. Yes, ever. Let it go. (laughs) So HBO's Sex and the City reboot and Just Like That has just wrapped its first season and both Sarah Jessica Parker and the show's creator, Michael Patrick King, have said they'd like to do another season, mm-hmm. which surprises me. Makes two people in this whole world. <laughs> yeah. Um, which they got some stake in it because they can make money if it exactly. continues, I guess. It's like, yeah, um, we'd like more money. Okay, who's going to say, no, I don't want more money? <laughs> right. So HBO hasn't officially renewed the show, but apparently it's likely. Which, again, surprises me because it did not get great reviews. Like, it wasn't received well by anyone. This just confirms I need to run a studio and have the say of whether shows get picked up, whether they get mm. finished out. Like, mm-hmm. these execs are making poor choices. 
Yeah, they are. But of course, I mean, it all comes down to money always. <laughs> always. Probably. Yeah. Like, people, I feel like people are hate watching it. So it's I know. working in I'm their part favor. Of the problem. I know. Yeah, I know. You are. <laughs> um, so obviously, one really big critique was that Samantha did not return, who was obviously a fan favorite mm-hmm. character. Technically, her character was in the show, but through text message, Kim yeah. didn't actually like show up. Yeah. Um. And some fans were holding out hope that Samantha would show up at some point in a future season. But yeah, I'm curious about these fans because, <laughs> I mean, if you're following Kim Cattrall in any capacity or what's going on with this show, you've heard her quotes. Like she's so done yeah. with this show. Yeah. But it appears that Sarah Jessica Parker has also now confirmed it's not a possibility. So she sat down with Variety for a Q&A and got actually pretty blunt about her thoughts yeah. on having Kim back for the show. Generally, I feel like she's been playing it pretty cool about her decision to stay out of the series, like not really directly commenting, not really giving much of an opinion, just super like boilerplate PR stuff. Right, yeah. So when Variety asked her if she'd be okay with Kim returning for future seasons, SJP was pretty clear. She said... I don't think I would because I think there's just too much public history of feelings on her part that she shared. (laughs) And she says that she hasn't participated in or like read any of the articles about Kim's feelings about coming back to the show. Mm -hmm. But she did say that people are always inclined to let her know, which is probably the worst. It's like when you break up with someone and you like unfollow them and people are like, oh, did you see what he posted though? God, I had friends that did that. I hated that. That hasn't really happened to me, but like people unfollow people for a reason. You don't need to keep reminding them of why. I'm just picturing her being at a Starbucks and like the person's (laughs) like, so Kim said this and she's like, sir, this is a Starbucks. Can I get my coffee? (laughs) Just worry about spelling my name right, okay? (laughs) Mind your own business. Yeah. So... Not only, though, is it not on the table for Kim to appear in a future season, Sarah Jessica Parker also clarifies that Kim wasn't even considered a possibility for the reboot. Like, apparently there was never a chance of it even happening, which actually surprised me a little bit. I assumed they would just try to get her. Um, Mm -hmm. But SJP tells Variety, we didn't go to Kim for this, you know. And she seems to blame it on Kim's demands in 2016 for the third Sex and the City movie, which mm-hmm. some of you are like, what third Sex and the City movie? Because it never <laughs> happened. Right. Yeah. So Sarah Jessica Parker says, after we didn't do the third movie and the studio couldn't meet what she wanted to do, we had to hear her and listen to her and what was important to her. It didn't fit into what was important or needed for us. Mm. So in 2017, the Daily Mail reported that Kim told Warner Brothers she would only do the movie if they made other movies she had in development. Mm. And that same year, Kim defended herself in an interview with Pierce Morgan saying, I said, no, this isn't about more money. This is about a clear decision, an empowered decision in my life to end one chapter and start another. Mm. And I watched this interview with her and she was very like level-headed about it. She wasn't, you know, I, I feel like she's really being villainized. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, even in how SJP's talking about her, where it's like, she's, Mm -hmm. like, making her the villain. Like, she's just like, this is, Kim didn't want to do it. It's Kim, it's Kim, it's Kim. And it's just, Kim set boundaries, and you didn't like the boundaries she set. And we need to empower people to do that more often. Right. I feel like it was a matter of, she said no originally, and they kept Mm -hmm. pushing it. And she had to keep saying no and keep saying no. And 
you know, we've all been there where you're like, you set your boundaries and people try to push them uh-huh. and then you have to be the bad guy yeah. and keep saying yeah. no. Yeah. It's frustrating and I get where she's coming from. Right. And plus, I don't think she wanted to do the second movie. Like, I think that was like a <laughs> tug and pull of her getting her to do. So it's just like, yeah, she's already compromised them many times. So, and maybe don't be such a mean girl click to her. <laughs> Just throwing that out there? Well, she said in that interview, she's like, you know, I played Samantha to the end and beyond, Mm -hmm. which probably is the movies. Yeah. So, you know. She really, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so good at it, too. Yes. So, I know we've talked about this before, but Kim and Sarah Jessica have had a long-standing public feud. Yeah. And I feel like we can safely assume at this point that this rift is why Kim wasn't a part of this new project. Right. So this beef between them has been rumored for years. And in that 2017 interview with Piers Morgan, Kim brought up her relationship with Sarah Jessica saying, I really think she could have been nicer. I don't know what her issue is. I never have. And then it got worse after Kim's brother died in 2018. And Kim basically called Sarah Jessica out for sending her condolences publicly. And she said they weren't friends and even referred to Sarah Jessica Parker as a mean girl. Yeah. And still after that, SJP has said many times that she has no problem with Kim. After the Pierce Morgan interview, Sarah Jessica Parker said, I found it very upsetting because that's not the way I recall our experience. And she's even corrected fans who, you know, say that she doesn't like him. So it's a lot of he said. Yeah. Nope. It's a lot of she said, she said. Yeah. I mean, that quote, I immediately think of uh, Regina George. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just like, it's 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 something. And I mean, to be fair, people remember things differently. But yeah. oftentimes I feel like in situations where there's somebody who's treating somebody poorly, they tend to not remember it very mm-hmm. clearly. Um, yeah. Well, I think I said this before, maybe about this feud. But it's like you always, like, you're always the hero of your own story. Like, oh, the hero or the victim. You're never like, I'm the villain. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one thinks that way about themselves. Uh, I do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but so at this point, it's sort of a who quit, who first thing. So yeah. before Sarah Jessica announced she's not okay with Kim ever coming back, Kim, of course, made it clear that Samantha Jones wouldn't be coming back ever. Right. So in 2019, Kim spoke with the Daily Mail, which I said earlier, I'm surprised people speak directly to the Daily Mail. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just them outside of windows listening in. Mm -hmm. Um, But Kim said, it's a no for me. You learn lessons in life. And my lesson is to do work with good people and try and make it fun. And recently, Kim's been quietly giving feedback on her decision (laughs) to stay out of the reboot. She's been liking tweets from fans that were applauding her choice. Kim also liked a tweet that a fan wrote to her that said, you are not required to do anything you don't want to do or that won't make you happy, which obviously preach. Yeah, who wouldn't like that tweet? <laughs> right. So I don't know. I guess Kim's comments to all of this are the public history of feelings that Sarah mm-hmm. Jessica mentioned. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Well, there was that um, uncovered footage where she said, not even if there's a fire, would she be right. in that show? Uh-huh. So <laughs> that is some of my favorite uncovered footage. <laughs> But the final nail in this Kim returning as Samantha Coffin is the show's creator, Michael Patrick King. He also said he has no plans for Kim to return. So in an interview with Variety as well, Michael says he loves the character of Samantha, but confirms that they never asked Kim to come back. 
Yeah. This is almost like when someone turns a guy down and they're like, well, I didn't want to sleep with you anyway. Yes. Oh, my God. What a perfect analogy. <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> so when Michael Patrick King was asked if the door was open for Kim, he said, no, just like there was no thought that Kim would ever participate in and just like that because she said what she had said. He also says, magically thinking, it's great to have Samantha. I have no realistic expectation of Kim Cattrall ever appearing again. Which, I mean, works out because I have no realistic expectation <laughs> of this show ever being good again. So, mm. whoa, wow. Boom Shot roasted. Fired. Yeah. So, Richie's, that's it for Kim Cattrall as Samantha. We'll never see her in that amazing, truly groundbreaking role, mm -hmm. inspiring role. Yeah. Um, but of course, Samantha continues on because <laughs> they just can't stop it. <laughs> um, honestly, these texts. Um, <laughs> I just, I have so many thoughts on this. We need a whole episode of me just griping about this last season. Yeah, yeah. But the question now, of course, is going to be with another and just like that season, why does the world hate us, number one? Number two, <laughs> are they just going to have Samantha keep appearing in texts? So, listen, I feel like this show is so far off the rails at this point <laughs> really? that they truly don't care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just crazy. And, like, the characters, some of them aren't even the same character. And this is yes. what happens, I feel like, when shows reboot so many years later. Like, yeah. This is a stupid example, but Fuller House. Like, mm. DJ Tanner had a completely different personality in the reboot. <sighs> she chose herself. <laughs> Don't get me Good started. God. Yeah, I <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if somehow they do get renewed for another season and they have a completely different actress play Samantha and they're like, oh, I got a lot of plastic surgery. <laughs> and it's just like, the show is already so insane. We'd be like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. If you like our show, please give us a five star rating and a review. And be sure to tell your friends. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our amazing theme song is by Gems. Michaela Myers is our senior producer. Joshua J. Ha Chang is our associate producer. Steve Maser is our story editor. And Sam Ada is our sound engineer. Executive producers are Tina Rubio and Marshall Louie for Wondery. Have a great weekend, Richies. See you Monday. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family Podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat. <laughs>